Hey guys, what's going on? It is Sunday, May 19th, 2019 at 10.28 a.m. And I want to say good morning and thank God that everybody's alive this morning and that you're listening to this podcast and you're having the ability to even hear this morning and wake up and see and have a phone bill pay. You have money to pay your phone bill or the Wi-Fi that you're listening to or if, even if you're on your last strings, like at least you're here and you have access to a tool that 80% of the world don't have access to. So congratulations, you know. Um, you're so blessed, you know, thank God you're so blessed. And today for this topic, um, I wanted to really get into the release of expectations. And this topic is something that God has brought to my attention, you know, several times. Like I heard this so many times within the past year to like release your expectations, release your expectations. And I was so confused by it. You know, I was so confused by it, but I was listening to, um, it was up until I was listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes last night because I listen to him every single night before I go to sleep. But if I don't listen to every single night, I try to listen to him, um, at least like when I'm getting in the shower, like getting ready for my next day and everything like that. And I always listen to him. But um, in his sermon that I was listening to last night, he was discussing the release of expectations and how you shouldn't have so many expectations. And if you try and you do everything that you possibly could, you pray to God on it, you prayed on it, you know, and things still ain't working out. And usually it do work out. And this time it ain't working out. Then that ain't you. That's God. And you need to free yourself. You know, you need to release some expectations and just like, and that's God working on it. You know what I mean? And um, that's so true because I've been learning within this past year. I've learned so much. You know, I learned so much. I worked on myself so much to become a better person. I've, you know, been able to get established on multiple different platforms so I can get multiple, you know, streams of income coming in. Thank you you God by the grace of God um I left you know situations where it wasn't you know happy it wasn't like benefiting me and I was able to like even if a job paid me like really good money right even if a job pays me really 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 good money sometimes that's not worth your happiness you know sometimes it's not worth your happiness sometimes it's not worth you going to a job, going to work miserable every day because, you know, you're getting a couple of nice things here or there. I'd rather work a job that don't pay me as well, but I can still be comfortable and, you know, buy things and pay for things I need to pay for and live happily than to be a stuck hating my job, hating my life, going to work at a job that I can't stand you know, nine to five, eight hours out the week, I can't do it. I did it for three years. I can't do it no more. And so um, now I'm in a place where I'm so fortunate to be in where I don't really work 
a crazy well my the pay rate honestly isn't that big of a difference to be real with you like it's not really that big of a difference but to make up what I was lacking in income from this job I made for my own personal like endeavors like you can even you know get paid from podcasts and like it's a lot that you can make money from you know if you're not on Quora you can go on Quora digest make money from there you can sell stuff on Macari you can sell stuff on Poshmark, you can sell stuff on, what is it, the Let's Go app, you can start your own blog, you know, you can open up your own business, you can launch things on, what is it, Wixom or something, I can't remember the name of it, but there's so many other things that you can do to make money, so many other things that you can do to make money, Um, you know, within the last year, I I used to do, like, kickboxing back in, like, 2015. And then, like, I restarted doing the boxing back in, um, like, 2018, like, October, November 2018. And I've just been, like, so in love with it. And watching the fight, you know, Deontay Wilder, his little 40 knockout rate, that's amazing. Two minutes and 17 seconds, y'all. Like, are you serious? That man is a freaking monster. I'm just so happy he ain't killed nobody. You know, because that's what he was, like, aiming for. So I'm glad that didn't go down. But, you know, other than that, like, I've been doing so much self-finding, talking to friends, again, that I haven't spoke to. And I'm talking about, like, more so, like, regularly um, loving myself. I used to feel like I wouldn't know what to do if I wasn't in a relationship. Because I've always been, like, in a relationship but now it's like I don't even miss being in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I, I used to, how do I say this? Like, I feel like if I wasn't in a relationship, then I'd be so bored and so lonely, right? But everything happened for a reason. And by, like, the grace of God, like, not being in a relationship taught me more about myself than I've ever learned. Like, I got closer to God. I... I started listening to church sermons every day. I started praying more for hours and, um, oh, I don't want to say praying for hours, but like listening to church sermons for hours and, you know, praying to God, like, you know, every day for, I guess, accumulatively, like for hours for sure. And, you know, hanging out with friends and, you know, just getting my mind right. And I think it's crazy because when you have so much access to social media and you have so much access to the Internet and other people's lives, like you start to compare yourself to them. And like that's like such a terrible, you know, negative thing to do because you get so confused. I remember I had this one friend and they were I thought they had everything together. You know, I'm like, dang, why can't I be like them? It seemed like they always happy or they just be with their friends and they don't. They don't get sad and stuff like that. Like, man, why can't I be like you? Until one day they told me, like, dang, they was, like, miserable. And they was going through this and that. And, you know, they was sad over this and they was sad over that. And I was just like, I would have never known. I would have never known. You know, people put on a brave face all the time. And I remember I told my other friend how, like, things be, like, affecting me. And I was just, like, I was sick like emotionally sick, like crying over um, something that that friend did. And they were just like, oh, I would have never expected it. I thought she was just the type of person who just brushed things off. Like, no, nah, like, like they wouldn't, people wouldn't have known that 
I be at home, like, for, for, not like this year, but like last year, especially, like, crying every single day, like, or every other day, I was just hurting, hurting, crying, you know what I mean? Like, crying, and people would have never known that, you know, because I go to work, or I, I talk to them, and I have, like, the biggest smile on my face, and I wouldn't want nobody to see me hurting or see me sad, because it's not, you know, something that, you want to brag about, like, hey, I'm sad today. Like, you want to see me cry? Like, nobody really want to be that vulnerable with someone, you know, vulnerable with your friends, vulnerable with your family. You, That's why a lot of people, they cry in private because they don't want people to really know what they're going through. They don't really want people to know what they're going through. And um, when I was listening to Bishop T.D. Jake's sermon last night, and he was telling me how um, you should release your expectations. And that's the truest thing I ever heard. You know, people kept telling me that. And I wasn't, I was listening, but I wasn't really listening. And it took a while for me to clear my mind of having expectations and you know he Bishop TJ said like you know God could keep on beating you up sometimes it's not the devil like sometimes God could keep on beating you up to make you where you're supposed to go emotionally he could throw so many things at you to make you have that fire to become who he wants you to become to want you to seek out what he needs you to seek out and it's true, man, because if you never, like he said, if you never went through a lot, you never know what you can take. You never know what you could be made of. You never know what you can be made of. And I'm finally learning to love myself for myself where I'm not thinking about this person or that person. Like, OK, they can be in the back of my mind for sure. But. They're not my motivation. God is. And God's motivating me to be more. And it was funny how I was listening to Drake give his acceptance speech at that bill. Was it the Billboard Music Awards, I believe? And he was saying how he didn't know if he wanted to be too cool and, you know, give a shout out to Schoolboy Q and tell him thank you for telling me that I'm underrated. And he said that's the problem because people don't want to tell somebody when they love them or when they appreciate them and they just want to be cool. But you need to give them, you know, they flowers basically while they still here, while they alive. And and that's true. You know, people be afraid to come off nice because it's so unexpected now. Like, like if you if you nice to a random person, a stranger, they're like, oh, shit, what's wrong with them? You know, what's wrong with her? Why she's so nice? What do she want? Because it's so rare. Ain't that crazy? It's rare to be nice now. Or too nice. Like, I remember back in elementary school, people used to tell me that I was too nice because I didn't curse and I was just sweet. I didn't argue. I didn't yell. And I was just like, they say, why are you so nice? I'm like, I don't have nothing to be mad at. Why you smile so much? I don't have nothing to frown at. And um, I had somebody in my blog, you know, I have, you know, this little advice column. And they asked me, they requested my answer. 
and ask, why do only people who have love at first sight are people who never had negative experiences in their life? Never heard that kind of question before. So it made me have to think back. I'm like, I had, you know, a couple of negative experiences in my life, but I don't stay down from it for long. You know, like bad memories may pop up every once in a while, but I don't let that affect my personality. I don't allow that to affect me and to become a negative, bitter person, mean person. I'm not going to harbor hate. I'm going to be a good person regardless. Like I'm not I'm not going to care if this person not rocking with it or that person not rocking with it, because as long as I'm being a good person, there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally, it's nothing that I can do. Sometimes, um, you know, females get emotional. You know, people get emotional. People get overhyped. But even, but no, I can't even say that, too. Because sometimes it really don't be even you. It be how people react to you. It's their own issues or like their own insecurities or their own problems and they look down upon you and then you trying to figure out what's wrong with yourself nothing's wrong with yourself if you're not going out your way to be mean to a person if you're not going out your way to you know you're not cussing somebody out you're not yelling at them you're not being rude to them you're not overcrowding them you're just trying to express yourself and they can't take that or whatever like that. And you not being mean. You just being nice. You know what I'm saying? That ain't you. That ain't you. And then that's something I had to realize too last night with his sermon. It ain't you. If you did everything good that you had to do, then that's not. And you prayed about it. And it usually worked, but this time it's not working. That's God sorting things out. And that's the truest thing that I've ever heard, you know. That's God sorting things out. And I'm trying to get back to a place in my life, you know, in my emotions where I was so motivated. Like, I'm motivated now. I'm determined now for sure. Like, I I got this going on, that going on. But I was so motivated that I didn't even see relationships like if I was in one I was in one I think it changed of course like as I got older but even I I know like even when I was like in sixth grade of course you know you had look I, I felt like I was real mature for my age but even back when I was a, a kid like 12 I may have had like a little boyfriend or something like that. But when I was like my little elementary school was like valedictorian, I had straight A's. I was on a cheer team. I was on a drill team. I was in choir. Um, I was on an academic games team. I had so many awards. I had the highest test score in the state. You know, I was winning um i was getting awarded by our city council and i was so motivated i didn't even see relationships i was so 
And I was never mean. This is when they was telling me I was the nicest person and I was too sweet and everything like that. I was too nice. I never cussed ever. And I was so for myself and but never thought too highly of myself that everything was working out. My this alarm is like going off like next to me and it's just like so distracting me, guys. So sorry about that. I don't even know where this alarm is. It's literally been going off for like ten years and I don't know why it keep going off or I don't know. I don't even know how the batteries still work. Like this I don't even know where this watch is. But <laughs> but yeah, but anyway. It was just a place in my life where I wasn't thinking about much. You know, I wasn't stressing about much. I just was so focused on getting myself together and having a good time. And that's when, you know, the most and guys was like, just they may have liked me, but I didn't even pay no attention to it. I remember one day um, me and my best friend at the time, like we was having a um, give this presentation and all the guys was like calling my name. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, my gosh, like she's here. And I couldn't even understand it because like. To me, I wasn't looking good. Like, my hair was all jacked up. I had on this, like, big old shirt. I just got a perm, so my hair was short. And, like, um, it took out, like, a lot of my hair. And I was, like, kind of nappy. And, like, I had on this oversized shirt. And all the guys still was, like, liking me. And I couldn't understand why. Because they was in love with me not needing them. They were in love with me not caring, me having my own thing. And I believe like um even I think my even with my last relationship, you know, it may have lasted so long cuz like I wasn't never really needy towards him. Like I didn't really care like if he was there or not. If that makes sense, like I just I just wasn't never like too into it. I was just like, man, whatever. And I think randomly, um, randomly, I started, like, within the past, like, few months, I got it to a point of, like, neediness. And I didn't know where, not with my last relationship, but, like, recently, like, or not even recently, right, but, like, I just got to a point of neediness. And I'm like, where did this neediness come from? Because this used to never been me. Like, it never was me. Even with my first love, like my high school sweetheart, back in like, back in, you know, back in the day. And um, even with him. You know, I really cared for him for a minute. Then, you know, we broke up. But even after that breakup, right, he came right back because I got to a mindset. I got back into my mindset like, oh, man, I don't care. Like, I started um, 
I started like going out with my friends again and like I had so much going on. I had this college visit and then I had this college program and I was hanging out with my so many friends and going to so many different places and like then I started going on dates with other people and I did not care and that's probably why he called me like 50 times off of like 20 different phone numbers and he was still trying to get back with me even years later because I didn't need him no more. All that neediness went out the window and you know even years later I I fell I fell back for him, but then like I stopped liking him again and he was like son, oh you better not be talking to so and so and yada 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 and cuz I started liking somebody else. So it was just it was just wild to me. It was just really wild to me and um And that's crazy, you know? That's just like, that's just super crazy because you learn that things you think you're not even experiencing, once you out there say, you like, bro, I could, at, at times I was really tripping. But I don't believe that God does anything that's not for a reason. So my neediness resulted from me having too many expectations. I expected someone to be like this way. I expected someone to say this. I expected someone to be like that. And when they didn't give me what I expected, it made me push them like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what's wrong with you? You know, because you're not really what I'm used to, like, you're not doing it quick enough, like, do it quicker, like, I need it faster, like, I don't know what you're doing, bro, like, you just tripping, but sometimes God would give you exactly what you never expected, what you never expected, what you never would have thought you wanted, what you never would have thought you needed which you never would have thought you would have loved to show you that your expectations really ain't nothing this one guy he ain't nothing that I would have ever oh my gosh like I could do a whole separate podcast on why he ain't what I expect him to be like (laughs) for real like he's nothing that I would have expected him to be off rip You know, I don't, I don't drink, never tasted alcohol, like, not for sure. Um, Never smoked, never tasted a cigarette, never smoked anything ever, you know what I mean? Like, I'm more, like, introverted. Like, I like to have, like, about five or six close female friends with, like, three of them my best, best, best friends, you know what I mean? But... Never dated a dude who ain't have his own place or, you know what I mean? But here come this guy who, who's the opposite of everything that I could have expected. Like, he occasionally, you know, 
he occasionally drink and he got so many friends like everybody love him like I be saying I want my me time he'd say he want his me time like that's wild like He's so, he got so much restraint. But at the same time, he, um, probably the most beautiful person I ever met. And it was so confusing to me because I'm like, how could this even happen? Like, Never felt this way before, you know what I mean? Like, never even caught feelings like this before. Somebody who's the opposite, basically. Off bat. Off bat the opposite. Let's say that. Off bat the opposite. And his overall approach, you know? But ironically, at the same time, he he a guy who been in my life the longest. And, you know, things like that don't really happen by mistake, you know. And if it's not a blessing, it's a lesson. And God be trying to put things in your life to teach you and to make you a better person and to make you um, a stronger person and to make you a happier person, a healthier person. And it's funny because last night I had a dream about every ex, every guy I ever talked to. Every guy I ever talked to. It was so crazy. Like it went through a timeline. And... While I was, like, living it, the dream, um, the last guy in my dream was this guy who don't even live in this state. And I was like, why? But me and him, we knew each other for years, 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 years. Like, since we were kids, too. Like, maybe around middle school, whatever, elementary school. I don't know. But, um... It ended with him. And at first, when I first woke up out of my sleep, you know when you first wake up, you're still a little bit in your dream. And I'm like, oh, okay, so he must be the one. But then I, when I was thinking about what was happening in the dream, I'm like, nah, this boy was telling me that he was he was about to get married. And he was, like, still flirting with me. And I'm like, how are you about to get married, you know, to somebody else? And you still flirting with me. Like, and then I was like, bro, this ain't, I was like, this ain't love. Like, <laughs> this was showing me, like, this guy is, like, probably going to be a cheater. Like, right now, he may be a dog or, or maybe, I don't know. Because he was, like, really, in a dream, he was, like, really charming. He was really wooing me and. You know, he was just anything that I asked for, he was doing it, which is the opposite 
of the guy who I got expectations for, but because he did everything for me. Like, I didn't have to ask for nothing. Like, he just say yes to whatever I say. But that didn't last long. In my dream, it didn't last long. Me and his relationship didn't last long. And I had to wake up. And then when I finally came to him, like, oh, snap, I'm tripping. Like, nah, the person who I really care for, he's still around because even if we're not talking at the moment or if we go into our little space where we don't speak for like a month or a year or three years, we not really afraid to hurt each other's feelings. We ain't really afraid to be real. So he around because he not just telling me what I want to hear. He tell me what I need to hear. And he don't let me just get away with anything that I say or... I mean, he never disrespectful. Like, he don't, he don't call me out my name or, like, he'll just stop talking to me or whatever. But, you know, it just showed me. It just showed me, like, the difference because I don't know with him. It feel like I've never been with nobody else or I never even had a past relationship before. Like, sometimes I, like, get thoughts about, like, my ex or, um, like, you know, bad memories. I have, like, a couple of nightmares or something like that. But with him, it's it's scary to be honest. It's scary sometimes to be vulnerable. But he real. He real. You know, and when you have real people like that in your life, you just you just appreciate it way more. You just take it for what it is. And I needed something to shake me that hard emotionally to make me feel real emotions for like the first time in my life. So I can finally live a life, you know what I mean? Like not just go through the motions every day and have my whole life just be about worship and praise for me. You know, I had to go through that so I can worship and praise God and and deal with some troubling things that I didn't even know I was, like, still healing from that I was still dealing with. And to release my expectations that everybody going to be like this. Like, my friends was telling me this. Like, my girl, she was like, yo, bro, like, you, every guy ain't going to be like so-and-so. And I'm just like, why not? Why not? And I ain't. And, like, like let's not get it confused. I'm not about to still um, let... A, I'm never going to let a dude do anything that he just want to do. Like, you ain't about to... But his, his issue's not even... Like, me and his problems ain't, oh, I think he's cheating. Or, like, oh, I think he's talking to some other girl. That's not our problems when I'm saying expectations I'm not talking about that disrespectful expectations like no I think he got that on lock I'm talking about just his natural ways you know
And when you care about somebody for real, when you love somebody for real, um, it's supposed to be unconditional. You're not supposed to have conditions on love. I only love you if you call my phone 12 times a day, takes me back every single time, and yada, 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 prior to we even get in, in a relationship together. Or he only loved me if I don't tell him what he's doing wrong or if I'm walking to match his speed or I'm not asking him no questions. Like, little shit like that, it's little, but it can hinder you, right? If that time and not right, it can hinder you. And and little arguments like that ain't never, ain't never the root. It's never the root of the problem. It's never the root of the problem. And it's eleven oh one a.m. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna and I'm gonna end it with this. Little problems are never the root of the problems. Like, oh, I'm mad at my wife because she forgot to do the laundry. Nah, that ain't why you mad. Or he get on my nerves. I told him to come pick me up at 11.05 and it's 11.07. Why he not here yet? Nah, that's not the root of the problem. The root of the problem is that you have expectations in your head for them to do something and you're not communicating that with them, right? And you putting your expectations on them, thinking that they're going to meet your expectations for every single thing in life. And that's not going to happen. That's not true. And T.D. Jakes was saying, like, oh, there's not no fairy tale love out there. I believe it is um, a love out there that can feel like a fairy tale. But he was saying it as if, like, it's going to come with problems. And trust me. Trust me, dog, like, this came with problems, this came with doubts, this came with fears, this came with trials and tribulations over time, over months, over days, like, and we still, we not together, you know what I mean? Like, we still, we not together, we friends sometimes, right? Right, but... The problem don't come with the little problems. The problems come with the expectations. People get so accustomed and so used to their form of living that they expect everybody to follow suit here. They expect everybody to follow suit there. They expect people not to be mad because of this. They expect people not to be mad because of that. And it, it don't work like that. And at first, I think he was like the one who was like kind of closed off. And he was like tripping and everything like that. And then he became a better person. You know, he grew to become a better person. Then I went through my shit. And then I was, I think I started kind of tripping. I started getting a little bit more needy. I started having like expectations for him to do certain things and 
it didn't flow, right? And then, you know, we finally was able to, like, get back on good terms and whatever. But when it comes to little stuff, you should always um, hold yourself to a standard, right? You should hold yourself to a standard. But you don't have to release your expectations for them. You can release your expectations for yourself and how it make you feel. So if that person don't follow suit, if that person say he going to come and take you on a date and that fool never show up, or she say she going to meet you here and she never show up there, then it just won't bother you. Be like, oh, well, whatever. Right. And that's how I used to be. Like, I never used to get bothered by things up until like I met him. And then I just every little thing, it it hurt me. Every single small thing he did hurt me. Like everything, you know. Even even when we was together, like I would just be thinking like, bro, I don't I don't it was just I can't even explain it unless I don't know. I can't really explain it. You know, unless you was there, like, but anything, like, even while we text, I'm like, bro, like, did I say this right? Or, shit, should I have not said this? Or did I say this wrong? And yada, yada, yada. And then I had to realize, like, bro, I'm not saying nothing bad, you know? If you're not, if you're not cussing somebody out, if you ain't being negative, you ain't being a mean person, you ain't being bad-spirited, it's nothing wrong you know what's wrong is your mindset expecting them to say something back just because you said something to them and then you taking that and you getting offended by it and you getting hurt by it and that's what I'm learning right now I'm learning to get back into a place of where I have self-peace where I have comfort where I have love for myself where it don't matter to me I can't worry about what he doing or worry about what he feeling or worry about if he care about such and such or if he care about X, Y, and Z. All I can do is worry about myself, my relationship with God, and then being the best person that I possibly could be for me. You know, and I would never treat him wrong. I would never treat him mean. I would never, you know, do bad things. I'm not going to, because I was thinking like, bro, like I used to, anytime he ain't, he used to do something wrong, I would just like block him. You know what I mean? I just block his number. It's so much easier than to deal with him. But I'm not going to block him because he don't want to act right. I'm just not going to deal with it and I would never chase after no dude I never chase after no dude I would not do that ever ever too much self-respect right but I do know that I'm not gonna let his behavior dictate how I'm feeling you know as it shouldn't like People like to pretend like, oh, people don't care about certain stuff. Like, it's nothing wrong with caring about somebody. Like, it's not weak to care about somebody. I care about this boy. But 
I'm not about to uh, let him ruin my day. Not even ruin my day, ruin my 10 minutes, you know, or like affect me for like 10 minutes. I'm just going to like, okay, whatever. And he used to be like, oh, no, like, I don't be thinking about you or like, I don't let you ruin my day. But when we get into an argument, he told me he'd be letting everybody and, and his mama like read, not his mama for real, but like his homeboys read our text messages. I'm like, well, for somebody who claimed they don't care, like you sure, you sure is Sherry. But, you know, people change up every day and people put on personas every day. But I'm good on, I'm good on love, man. I'm good on, on God. I'm okay to love. I'm I'm okay with the idea of loving somebody. I'm okay with the idea of loving God and being happy on, being happy with my life and only focusing on what I see. Not even thinking too much. Because I used to pray to God, like, please, Lord Jesus, remove my sense of overthinking. Because I overthink everything. And I'm honestly getting to a place where I felt so free this morning. Like, I had to go up and do a podcast because I felt so free. I felt so free. I felt like I didn't have a care in the world, a thought in the world, a sadness in the world. I was just so good. And, you know, a month ago, yeah, probably like a month ago, if such or such happened, I probably would be breaking down crying. But now I'm just like, man, I know God has a a stronger purpose, a better purpose for this. And I need to stop worrying about things and I have to release my expectations. So this whole podcast, y'all, just release your expectations you can still want people to do certain things, right? You can still have a standard of your life, a self-respect about yourself that you're not going to tolerate. But what happens if they don't live up to those expectations? You don't have to take it personal. Just move on. And if you don't want to move on, if that person, you know, you is worth it, just give them space. Pray about it. Give it to God. And you continue to live your life. You go to, the, like today, it's kind of, it looked like it's kind of rainy outside, but you know, I, I'm still a business at the end of the day. I gotta, got moves to make. I gotta go ship off my stuff at the post office. I need to go work out. You know what I mean? Like I gotta make sure my hair is good. Like I'm still a business at the end of the day. My life don't stop because somebody else, you know, my expectations for somebody else didn't work out. No, I like you, you, and there's so many people on this earth. There's so many people on this earth. And I can't sit up here and lie to y'all and say, hey, I don't feel like that guy's the one, because I do. I feel like he the one. I feel like I love him, but um, I'm not going to have any expectations on him. You know, this... This is between 
me and God and whatever God has planned for me is what God has planned for me. He going to show me the way. Trust and believe God is going to show you the way. You just keep doing you. You keep being a good person. You keep praying. You keep, you know, going to church. You keep helping your family, being nice to others, you know, doing going to work, doing whatever, working out, eating right, eating healthy, drinking water, like whatever you need to do for you, you do that. Release expectations. Love you guys.